0: Hello
1: and welcome to another episode of the psychology of womanhood and I am your host Shannon I lady battle. This is the place where we talk about our issues as women as we journey through this thing called life. Thank you again for joining with me today. And I'm thinking about the fact that this year has went by very fast. We're already in 2020. that's what happened okay so you see what i just said we are in 2021 i don't know what happened to 2020 and i was talking with someone and we when we were discussing something about uh, my business records and i was like yeah i said i just had the my last audit it was for 2019 so i said that was last year so i'm not due until another year and they were like last year was 2020 i'm like "Mm -mm, it's 2020 literally just escaped. So it's hard sometimes to recognize the fact that we had a whole year of challenges, a whole year of uncertainties, a whole year that just passed us by. And I look at that with people And how we deal with life and how we just want to escape certain years and erase it as though it never existed, but it still is an intricate part of our life because it was a part of our growth, no matter how hard it hurt. I was thinking about when I was talking uh, to my team about what we were going to discuss today and just how we go through life and we just wander oftentimes it's like we're wandering until we try to find you know something that gives us some type of clarity some type of confirmation that we are headed in the right direction the problem with that is we need to be more mindful about the direction that we're headed because the direction that we're headed often accompanies a level of maturity and responsibility. And so for a lot of people, when they talk about moving forward, it's hard to really get them to understand the value in being decisive about the movement and the steps that you're taking when you're moving forward. And one minor thing, which can be major for a lot of people is letting go. I had the disturbing pleasure of cleaning out my closet. Now, women, we understand that we have certain things in our closets that are just one and done. Meaning, we bought it one time and we were done with it after we used it. But we keep it in our closet because we value it. That one and done outfit. Think about that dress that you wore to a private event and what you felt that night when you wore the dress. Think about your wedding gown. The wedding gown you wore and what you felt that day and the pleasure that it gave you. So when you think about the day, you also think about what you wore. Think about the shoes that you paid all this money for. You wore them to an event. Pretty, brilliant, and and shiny and all the rhinestones and jewels may be on the be on the shoe and you got so many compliments for it but it went with one outfit for that one night and you put it right back in your closet and what happens when it goes in your closet well it probably gets stuck behind the new stuff that you bought on top of that and you forgot that you even had it and i was doing that i was going through my closet and as I was clearing some things out, I said, you know, in order for me to, to make more room, I got to get rid, rid of stuff. But I would look at certain things in my closet. and I'm like, but I don't want to get rid of that. I want that. I want to keep that. That's very, very pretty. I'll never find nothing like that again. So some things I skipped over. And it was funny because I went right back in the closet again, looking at that same thing. And so now it's visible, right? It's like when you decide to go buy a car, you don't see many of them. And as soon as you buy it, you you see them all over the place. Well, that's what was happening when I went in my closet. Once I saw it, identified it, now it was like it was obvious. It was like, okay, there's that dress right there. And it's just hanging there. And then my mind is telling me, okay, Shannon, you need to let this go. But my heart is saying, But you only wore it one time. You know, you just don't want to just throw away things because, you know, it adds some value to it and you could use it later on. But I still, five years later, have not worn that particular dress. But it was just so pretty right and i was like okay why is it that i have the struggle here of letting this dress go because it wasn't just the dress it was other items in the closet and then as i looked at different shoes things i paid for and i'm like you know what this is just ridiculous you would think that i was an organized quarter when it comes to shoes because i didn't recognize that i really had so many shoes and that's because I have certain shoes that I will wear multiple times during the week my go-to shoes and I'll see something nice as you know when I can't sleep or when I'm bored and they give you this sale uh, lead that drops into your email and you're thinking yeah let me just click on that really quick and let me get this sale before I miss this 25 extra percent off and let me order this and you know you got a new package coming, and next thing you know you have a whole bunch of stuff stuff that you don't even use stuff that you're never going to go back to but it still is accumulated stuff and i'm like why am i doing this because i need to get rid of stuff i still have clothes that a picture popped up you know like how you have it on your timeline have you ever looked at your timeline from say like no and be real think about your timeline six seven years ago do you still have one of those outfits, jackets, parachutes in your closets from, from six or seven years ago? I mean, that's crazy, right? I'm like, oh gosh, so I know I'm not by myself, so I don't feel bad talking about myself. Y'all can judge, or all you want to, but we all got these issues. And there's a problem though, when we hold on to things that we should be letting go. And so if I were to give today a topic, it's going to be the risk of letting go. So when we think of in relationships, when we think of habits, when we think of personal development, you know, the, those things that c- comprise who we are, we have things that we have sweat equity built into. For example... When I started my first company, I was 22 years old. It was back in, you know, it was over 20 years ago. And I loved what I did. I put a lot of faith into it. I put a lot of time. I made a lot of sacrifices and it went very well. It was very profitable, helped a lot of people, not just the people I employed, but the people who I was able to serve, my customers. And I did that and I did it with my all. I gave my heart, I gave my time. Heck, I even sacrificed my family at times. I remember when I would do the business, I would have my kids there and they would be sitting there hours waiting on me to finish something at my facility before I could get back to them. And so it wasn't just a business for Shannon. It was a business for my family because everyone was involved in some capacity. Well, things happened, and we know what happened in 2008 with the market crash, right? So when the market crashed, guess what? Things had to change. Budgets had to be cut and that's what happened with my business. The budget got cut and I was operating residential treatment facilities. And I had been in business at that time, maybe about eight years, and they changed the requirements for me to do the business that I was doing, and they were making it harder for me to make money, me and countless other providers, because they changed the rules. And so as they changed the rules, I knew that I had to do something. I knew I had to better myself. I knew I had to add an element of what was needed to continue with my services, which resulted in me going back to school to get a second master's degree as a licensed therapist. But in doing that, I still had the business, which was my bread and butter, which was my sweat equity, which was my faith equity, which was my, you know, it was my everything. It was my life. It was my family equity. Because this is something that I sacrificed to build and make great. This was from a dream God gave me. So God gave me this vision, right? So this was a God equity type um, venture that I had experienced in my life. And then when when systems and world things happened beyond my control... And rules change. I had to change. I had to pivot. I had to pivot the way I did business because I, they, the way they got me out the business, I still think was just downright dirty, but it happened and I can't hold on to that even all these years later, even though I see the person that was instrumental in, in, in pushing for my company to fail it, you know, I can't hold on to that. That's a part of that letting go. But before I had to let go of that, I had to let go of the business. And the reason why was because the business was sinking and guess what else? Everything else was sinking with it. The things that I described before, my faith, my bread and butter, my family. Everything was sinking with the very thing that was my blessing, the very thing that was my vitality, the very thing that was you know, contributing to the enjoyment and pleasures of my life was becoming the very thing that was hindering and destroying my life to the effect of not having any money, almost going bankrupt, almost losing my marriage because I wanted to do one thing and he was saying, stand on faith. And we were just at odds we you know we couldn't get it together and then imagine being that woman when everything around you was crushing but yet you still got to put on the loving motherly supportive face for your children so I had children and I had four at that time no born pregnant <laughs> I was born and pregnant and that was really tough. It was tough because I was at a maximum stress level I had never experienced before. And it got to a point where I didn't even know what to pray about. I didn't even know how to get through it. I didn't even want to wake up on some days. And that's sad because I was a woman of faith. I taught I taught youth Bible study. I was married to a man that was a Christian. But this sister girl here just wanted to just escape stay in her bed and just not wake up on certain days and I didn't know how to get past this situation because in order for me to get past this situation I had to do one major thing and that was let go. Tech I was like yo how do I do this? I put so much into this. Everyone who knows me knows of me not of who i was prior to this but who i am now because of this and so now when i let that go who do i become now as a result of this and that's what we do when we have to let go and face it we come face to face with trying to come up with a new identity of who am i now how do i exist in this world of unfamiliarity and start something new when I'm ingrained in something that I have valued for so long. Well, I'm here to say over 10 plus years later that it worked out. It worked out for me. And letting go is just requires you to really break down and own everything that you're gonna miss from this one thing that is depleting you of strength that is just depleting you of faith that is depleting you of hope that uh is getting in the way of you establishing a vision for yourself that's getting in your way of being joyful and and appreciative and, and having gratitude for you know the basic things it's interfering with your relationship with your family because it is sucking you dry Someone gave me an illustration at a conference the other day, at uh, about a month ago that I went to, and they said, "You know, you remind me." They said, "God told them, right?" They said, "God showed me that older, older lady," and she was like, "God showed me that you were like a packed mule." You know what that is? And I was like, "No," because I, I know what it is, but I didn't know what she was referencing. And she was like, "Imagine a mule and how you just keep packing bags on it, so you can, you know, so people can travel and they can go along." And The mule carries the weight for everybody else and everybody else is, you know, lighter to be able to walk without getting tired. So the mule carries all of that. She said, that's you. You're the mule. She said, and right when you unpack, you put something else back on. So the weight never diminishes and you're used to carrying heavy weight. So when you're light, it bothers you and you don't know what to do because you're not used to that different experience because you're used to being weighted down. And I thought about that when she said that, and it reminded me of what I had been accustomed to doing for so long. When you're in relationships with people who aren't able to do for themselves, and that would be your kids, or you know, you're you around people who are draining of your, of your time, of your expertise, of your attention and you're used to people always pulling 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 from you you never know and realize how empty you really are until you get to that point to where you were like I was you know you like similar to what I was when I was in the bed with covers on and not wanting to come out you have to begin to find out okay what is it about what am I holding on to what are all these things that I have a grip of? What is that dress in that closet that was a one and done or that was great, you know, for the time it lasted? Why am I holding on to that dress? Why am I holding on to those shoes? And then, if you can break it down with what it felt with an element of something, an item, think about that in terms of a relationship. So, for some people, it's hard to really understand what is intertwined in their relationships because they just see this is a person that provides, this is a person that gives attention, this is a person that uh, gives humor. And they really don't know how to break it down. So make a list. There's a couple things that I want you to do in order for you to really experience what letting go can look like and take the risk to see if you know it's worth considering letting it go letting it go so you can unpack the mule become a little bit lighter and as you become a little bit lighter you can move more swifter so make a list of things that you need to let go so if you look at things you're holding on to that are getting in the way of how you think who you want to be where you want to go where you are now and then just be honest about it. When you, ever, If you ever hear people who go to NA or AA meetings, when they attend those meetings, the first thing they do is admit their truth, which is, I am an addict. And a lot of people don't like to own those type of terms because you know you want to be more than your problem, right? But in order to identify that you do have a problem and that you are really powerless over this problem that keeps crippling you, you gotta identify that problem. So start making a list of the problems that you're having in your life. You know, maybe it's coveting what someone else has, meaning that you always look at what they have if you're on social media a lot. Is it hard for you to really engage in certain people's posts because it looks like they have more and you have less? Because that's the comparison, that's what coveting do. It makes that comparison of something is greater than you. Or you can look at, okay, what is your attitudes towards people who are in your life? Do you really, and, and, and people say, no, I love this person. Okay, love is is like multifaceted in definition. It covers so many different things. Okay, yeah, I love this person, but what about this person's behavior, attitude, and actions, you know, that I really just don't vibe with? You know, what is it about this person I just don't like? And you need to break that down instead of just always reverting back to the comfort of being that pack mule and and saying you know what i'll just carry this you know this is what i need to do because i'm a load bearer this is just i'm used to carrying all this and i'm strong you know so we're strong women right and we can just carry a whole bunch of mess and that's what we're used to doing and we don't know how to be light as a feather so the purpose of this right now, of writing this list of letting go, is to help you to become lighter as a feather. So you can float a little bit more and then you can just observe what's going on around you and then think about the excuses that you make. Why do you keep making excuses for certain things that you're doing, certain habits that you have that you know you shouldn't be doing? Why? Is that something that you need to let go? Is it interfering with you from doing the next great thing in your life? And so you just go ahead and make those lists. And then as you make that list, then don't leave it there. The next thing I want you to do is then write about things that you need to embrace. What is it that because you've held on to all of this heavy weight, this this heavy um, responsibility of other people, maybe, you know, what is it that you need to learn to embrace? if it's with your kids and say kids are making decisions right and they're about grown they're 18 and legally they are grown and we try to say oh but they're still our kids they're still our babies but at the end of the day when we look at it they're responsible for themselves you're no longer accountable for them you know you're not responsible and if they go out and do something they're not gonna call you they're gonna talk to them and then they gonna have to call you so even though they may make decisions that may cause just uh, dire consequences it's still their decision to make so is it that do you need to embrace the fact that you've done your best as a parent and that you have to allow them freedom to make choices um what about your passions What's really important to you? What stirs you up? What makes you want to get up out of bed? We already know the stuff that doesn't want to, that, you know, makes you not want to get out of bed. If you hate your job, you know, if you hate people that you're around, those type of things. But if you could like revert that to think of, okay, well, what would make me really excited about getting out of bed? Eager about falling asleep and waking up to this every morning. You know, think about that. What would be that passion? So you can start making the list of things to embrace and what's important for you. And then when you do that, I want you to sit down and I want you to meditate on what you've written. And if you are of the Christian faith, which I'm not, I don't know much about world religion, so I don't know about that. But I know as a Christian woman, we ask God, I'm asking God, okay, Holy Spirit direction, revelation, what does this all mean? And you're gonna get your answer. You're gonna, God is really gonna show you what where you've been and where he desires you to be, okay? And it, it's not going to be all the steps that you want to take to get there because some of us are like Abraham. We just don't know until God tells us that you know when we get once we get there. God saying go that direction and we get there. I'll tell you the next thing. <laughs> so if that's you know that's how he deals with you, then hey, can't get that mad at nobody but him. That's just you and him. Y'all work it out. But make sure that you do those things. Ask for revelation, and then we will talk about the next steps later, but you'll find out so much more about yourself and you're going to see that life is really choice driven and it's, you know, or is it just chance driven, but it's choice driven. And chances happen in the choices that we make. And you can't determine the time or level of an outcome until you make a decision. So you don't know what you're going to lose. You don't know what you're not going to be able to do. You don't know know, what the outcome is going to be until you make a decision. So ladies, let's go ahead and start unloading those, those closets, letting go of those one and dones, and letting go of the things that aren't bringing pleasure enjoyment and destiny to our lives if a person is interfering with your destiny heck if you're interfering with someone else's destiny it's someone and that needs to be you because you're only responsible for you needs to make that decision decision to let it go so I hope you enjoyed today. Thank you for riding with me. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please share. Sharing is caring. And also, if you want to continue to just vibe, or if you have ideas, suggestions, or you know, if something came up as a result of this, I want to hear about it. So go to my site, www.shannonbattle.com, or any of my social media handles. I'm at I Can Lady. So if you put I Can Lady in your Twitter, in your, in your Instagram, and your Facebook, you'll find me. Again, thank you for your time. Remember, make life great. Always remember to smile, elevate your mind, drive your thoughts, and shift your focus forward. Have a great day.